This episode is brought to you by Audible. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 104. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the Platinum Plague Patient, Lopez. (laughs) (laughs) I am very, very sick, and I will do my best not to uh, cough in anyone's ear this episode. (laughs) Now, now Mike, are you so sick because you work in a hospital? Uh, No, I I don't work directly in the hospital. I just work for the hospital. Okay. But I did, you know, it is like patient zero over here, coughing a lot of blood. Oh, no. Blood? <laughs> yeah. For real? Like, yeah. Um, He's got tuberculosis. Maybe you should go to the hospital. <laughs> I did. They sent me home. They told me not to come back to work for a while. <laughs> They're like, you've got the black lung and you need to stay oh, at home. Oh, boy. Yeah, maybe and stop. That, okay. And that other voice you're hearing is David, destiny till death. Tate. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. But there's a reason yeah. I have that nickname right now. <laughs> the Super Mike's Best Friends be Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming mm. to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first, what are you gentlemen playing at? Let me start because my list is very short. I have been playing Destiny 2 Forsaken and scene. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, I bought Spider-Man the day it came out. Mm-hmm. As well, you should. Yeah. And I've only been playing Destiny 2 Forsaken. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Can't explain right. it. I don't know why. I'm very excited to play Spider-Man, but I'm just more excited to play Destiny 2 Forsaken. So Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that that's all I have to say about that for now. <laughs> so I've been playing a bunch of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very good. Yeah, uh, I'm sweet. sure it is. Yeah, like your your open world web swinging in that game like 30 seconds in, and I was like instantly 14 again. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> is it reminding you of like Spider Man Two? Yeah, yeah, like like but like way way better. Okay. Um, yeah, I I think they've done a phenomenal job with that game. I haven't beaten it yet. I've been I've been really um, just kind of savoring the experience. Mm-hmm. Um. I really I did spend like the first entire day like doing no story missions like just swinging around New York. What? Super fun. <laughs> wow. Found, yeah, in like in like trying to find like landmarks um that are oh, Okay. There's a lot of landmarks already on the map if you want to go visit them. They're like both real landmarks and like Marvel landmarks. Gotcha, um, yeah. But I I went and found like the Ghostbusters firehouse and, what? and things like that. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. It's pretty cool. There's big yeah, uh, very thing cool. of ghost graffiti on the back, so they definitely <laughs> know what they're doing that's amazing uh, so in addition to playing a bunch of spider-man to get ready for spider-man uh, and i talked about this uh, a bit last episode i played a whole bunch of games i beat a bunch of games because i had to get them mm-hmm. off the list so i could free up time for spider-man so yeah I, i've got uh-huh. some uh, i've got some uh, taco uh scores for you guys here Ooh, taco scores. okay very cool okay very cool. so i beat cuphead that was super okay. fun um nice nice absolutely five out of five i loved that game um yeah. it was really really good um, I saw after I beat it that I unlocked like an expert mode for all, all the bosses. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, boy. So I'll have to go I back did and not, try that out. <laughs> I did not bother with any of that. I was like, that was hard enough the first time. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of those bosses are, are, are pretty tough. Uh, King Dice is, is, a, is a pretty rough one. Um, it, 
Oh yeah, King Dice is tough because yeah, you have to you have to get through a whole yeah. lot just to fight him. <laughs> that, that's the thing. It's not. It's he's not really hard. It's just a bit of a marathon, right? But yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I loved that game. I thought you know, music, art, uh, gameplay. Like I loved every bit of it. It was really really cool. Yeah, nice. um, and it's it's and it's pretty challenging too. I I think you feel good when you fin- when you beat one of the bosses. You're yeah. like yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I very I feel very accomplished afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also beat Hollow Knight. Which is uh, oh, okay. actually getting ready to come out on PS4 here pretty soon. Uh, yeah, wait, so. it's not out on Switch. Hollow it's out on Switch. It's not out on PS4, but it's out on Switch. I yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, okay. I, I bought it for PC, so I was playing it there. Um, uh-huh. But uh, yeah, Hollow Knight. I gave that one a four out of five. I really liked it. Um, awesome. It's got a really cool art style to it. Um, and even though like the whole game like takes place underground. Um, it's got like more variety in the environments than I would have expected. Um, mm-hmm. it's a really cool Metroidvania, but you've also got to be, I would say for that game, you got to be cool with like getting very little direction in that game. Like, okay. Yeah. Like once, once like you're down there exploring, it is very much like you have to just go explore and like, you kind of just have to look at your map. Like once you get like new, uh, new traversal options, mm-hmm. you just gotta look at your map and say like, Oh, where, where have I not been yet? Or where did I get stuck at? Um, there's there's like no compass that points you towards like the next objective or anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. So if you like exploration and you like Metroidvanias, I think that's a cool one to pick up. All right. Uh, Detroit Become Human. Um, finished that game up uh, another four out of five. I liked it a lot. I thought it was it's I think it's definitely David Cage's like best game so far. Um, that's awesome. That, yeah, I, I bought it. I can't wait to play it, but yeah, I just have not gotten to it yet. No, it's, yeah, really it's definitely good. David Cage's best game. I, I agree with that. It took me a second to realize what you had said, but yeah, I 100% agree. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is operating about 30 seconds behind real time right <laughs> no now. Problem, so. um, it's going to be one of those um, shows. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I think uh, if, if I had to pick one thing that was really interesting um, that I won't I won't say too much about because I don't want to spoil it is uh, I think there's a few moments in that game that are um, sort of uniquely positioned to like really say something um, mm-hmm. or, or to mm-hmm. really, you know, pull up some, some realistic, um, you know, historical human experiences. Okay. Um, and those, those scenes are completely missable because of the nature of the game, like you can basically oh. <laughs> take certain paths in the game to not even see those things. So I think that's oh, wow. like, no. one of my favorite set pieces in the entire game is completely avoidable um what right in in fact if uh <laughs> if the if the percentages because after every section you beat right you get the you get the whole like uh the tree uh all the branching paths that you can take to get from point a to point b and the in the different possible endings for that scene mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. according to like the world statistics like one of my favorite scenes in that game is like 12 percent of people went down that path oh wow so, yeah it's crazy wow yeah um that's cool man yeah i can't wait it's can't a cool wait. game uh, yeah have you guys both beaten it now how what uh, uh detroit? detroit yeah detroit yes yeah. um yeah i so beat now, it so now i'm the jerk who hasn't played it yeah what I a think jerk it would be, be a cool game to do a spoiler cast on Ooh. oh boy there'd be a know. lot that i missed well i think that's what would be, be fun about it though kind of figure <laughs> so out which sure that'd be interesting which, uh you know what kind of different stories we ended up with yeah um, yeah, and that'd be cool. The very last game I played was Destiny Two. So uh, <laughs> oh, I told you guys I was excited. You can't I told you I was stop play playing. Um, I and we'll <laughs> talk about that more later. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I gave that one a three out of five. Um, All right. I, Not bad. I, I played through the, the campaign completely, uh, beginning to end, and I, I thought it was good. Wow. Good times. Yeah. All right. That's, are you sure you didn't? Are you sure you didn't mean to say it was terrible? Yeah, that's I'm it was kind stupid, of David. For a loop right now, <laughs> we'll get into that in a bit. <laughs> I'm very confused. I don't mm. know how I feel we'll, about we'll, my we'll life. Clear things up. We'll clear things up. Adam, what are you playing? <laughs> okay. All right. So, I well, first off, I was playing a lot of the little jumping dinosaur game on Google because my internet <laughs> is so so bad. Oh no. Your internet is terrible, Adam. It's how many just times do you have to worst. reset your modem tonight? I, I've already reset it twice tonight just to get started. So anyway, um, but yeah, when I when I was not playing that game, I played through Gorogoa, which is uh, if you're not familiar, is a puzzle. Uh, it's like an art puzzle game. That you can play on the iPad, iPhone, oh. um, Android, you know, what have you. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I played through that. It's it's probably two, three hours long. Yeah, that's about right. Um, really just gorgeous hand-painted art. Um, and probably, it's I would say it's a completely unique unique puzzle game. I've never played anything like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's and a so really that, cool game. I, yeah, I think that was the coolest thing about it. Like, I, I just picked it up. I couldn't put it down. Um, the design is really good. It it kind of keeps you like once you kind of stumble into the right area, Mm -hmm. it keeps you there. So you don't end up like wandering around places you don't belong, you know, like you can actually, it actually like, cause it it would be possible to be like, you know, tapping around in the complete wrong area, Mm -hmm. you know, from where you need to be. So really, really good. Um, and I, I say it's it's a game that makes you as you figure things out. It gives you that eureka moment quite a bit, and yeah. you feel like a genius. So mm. it, it was it was pretty great. It's it's nice. that um, really cool um, gameplay mechanic where it plays with the perspective a lot. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. That's it's a, all that's a it's all about game. like yeah, it's all about like zooming into a picture. So and you might once you zoom into a picture, you can move sometimes move the frame off of that picture. Oh. And then, like, say there's a picture hanging on the wall. You tap on it, you zoom in, and then you can click and drag the frame away. And now that picture is just a closed-in version of that room. And you can tap and zoom out, and you can see this whole new room. Or no. sometimes it's it's something in that picture that you can click and drag out, or it's something that you rotate that now becomes something different that fits inside another picture. Like it's just such uh, a cool and crazy concept. My head hurts um, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a hard game to explain. Um, it it really is it's like but five it bucks is, on the ios store though you should totally huh. yeah it. it was totally worth it a fantastic game you could you could play it probably play through it in a couple of cab rides david just oh good it, a couple know? 60 dollar cab rides like the one i just <laughs> had <laughs> just a couple of short 60 dollar cab rides what's a five dollar game to your 60 dollar cab ride? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness so yeah gorgo fantastic game i gave it five out of five burritos wow Yes. And uh yeah, moving along. Also played and finished What Remains of Edith Finch. Okay. So I, I don't know I don't know if I've talked about it so much on the show no, yet. Not really. But I I have created a whole list, a backlog list. Oh. I, t- I told you guys about this. Yeah, you did. Where uh basically Dave Ramsey style, I'm going from the <laughs> shortest games and I'm snowballing into the larger games. Snowballing. And nice. It's my backlog snowball. And anyway, so, you know, with that being the case, a lot of the games I'm playing up front are short games, you know, like Tacoma um, 
and Gorogoa and, you know, now What Remains of Edith Finch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, again, a game you can beat in like probably three or four hours, depending mm-hmm. on how much you explore. Um, I, I thought it was a really cool, unique game. Um, had a really great story and an, I think an interesting message that it kind of reveals itself at the end. And okay. I, of course, I won't, I won't spoil it, but... Um, well, yeah, tell us the whole message. Yeah, you want to know? You want to know everything that happens? All right. Um, But yeah, I really enjoyed like how varied the gameplay was in in the various stories because some were very unexpected and I think very varied. They were very varied varied. and and very unexpected. Barely. But Mike, you know you played it, right? I did. Uh, Without really spoiling anything, though, uh, let me hit you with this one: the the story about the baby. Mm Hmm. That was nuts. <laughs> that was nuts. I have no <laughs> idea what's happening. A little insight for folks that have played that game. Um, yeah, yeah, that game is really, really cool. Uh, did you uh, did you give it a rating? Uh, not yet. Okay. Not yet. So, what do you think? I dripped coffee on my keyboard. So, oh no! Oh no! So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, and I also I loved the uh, environments and especially in the rooms and stuff, especially toward the very end. Uh-huh. I thought the when you get toward the end, it was just so cool. Um, as far as like all of the environment design and everything. So, um, there's also, uh, and I don't, this is a very minor spoiler. So skip ahead 10 seconds if you don't want to hear it, but it has a little nod to the unfinished swan in it. It does. Um, And so that, that was, that was really cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, but yeah, so, um, four out of the five burritos. Four out of the five. Okay. Quite, quite delightful. For, For what remains of Edith Finch. Very cool. Very cool. So. I think that wraps up, you know, what we've been playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. David, would you grace us with your greatest and best news? Oh, are we moving on to a section we like to call the news? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, first so, things oh, first, I want to point out real quick. If you were yeah. watching the $5 a month or higher Patreon <laughs> live stream right now, you would see. Actually, you can't tell on the stream, but Adam and Mike are wearing the same shirt right now. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we are. Why don't you guys show it off to the stream, Mike? Just kind of lift up for a second so they can see a little higher, a little higher, a little higher. Oh, I just moved my camera. Gotta, I can't yeah. See oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Mm. Pizza always wins. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> nice. I don't have yeah. that shirt yet, so I'm gonna have to. It's our shirt. You should have it. <laughs> I know. I really should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so <laughs> let's move on to the news. On. I, w- I would have done the, my news thing but you know i i just couldn't it was too uh just a little bit too hard on my throat right oh now. are you sick as well am i the only one not sick yeah i have a sore throat right what now is going too. on here <laughs> I, i'm staying far away from uh from <laughs> california <laughs> Oh, Josh, Josh Hawkins in the in the chat says, yeah. "Oh, the news face, it's amazing." <laughs> <laughs> I think is this the first time you've seen it, Josh? I guess so. I think I guess it. I guess it must be. Must be. So, I've been graced with it for for years now, <laughs> for whole <laughs> so years. Good. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, remember, you can submit new stories for discussion on the show at, at our subreddit at sbfegs.reddit.com. <laughs> yeah, so Josh says, indeed, it is the first time. That's the news. I think that's the real news. That's here. the real news is my news face. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> there's a ton a ton of happenings, a ton of goings on in yeah. the news. Um, the UK game charts reporting that Spider-Man is the fastest selling game of the year. Oh, so wow. that's that's wild because but before God of that, War. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're Apparently, saying in the in the UK market and in the Japanese market, I think it's sold mm-hmm. two and a half to three times faster than God of War. Wow! At least for the first week. So we'll see longevity wise oh. how it does, but that's impressive. Actually, Owen Wilson's over here, and he wanted to say, "Ew." Wow. Oh, wow. He's there, too. Yeah, this is kind of cool. Uh, Henry Cavill is going to star in the Witcher series on Netflix. That's yeah. a pretty good casting, I think. I like it. I like, I, it. I like that he uh, he felt the need to dedicate himself to that role. So he quit being Superman <laughs> I know. this week. Yeah, that, that's uh, man, the other that's But uh, yeah, like I have not I have yet to see a single uh, let's say a single person attracted to men complain about this casting decision so far. Like everyone I know that's attracted to men is 100% on board with Henry Cavill being, uh, uh, what's his name? Geralt. So I think Henry Cavill should play James Bond. I mean, look at him. Yeah, uh, I think that would that's be cool. Too, but especially, but we're probably going to get uh, Idris Elba. It as, has to be James Idris Elba. Bond, and that's going to be so cool. He's going to be the I, best I like James him. Bond ever. Mm. I, I do like him. Yeah. I do like him. But you can't beat Sean Connery. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, you could beat Sean Connery if you have Idris Elba. That's all I'm saying. That's for blasphemy. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Junior, you did. <laughs> all right. So, all right. We named all right. the dog Indiana. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know how we ended up in Indiana Jones territory. But, so the Spider-Man Platinum Trophy has no missables and isn't linked to difficulty. Oh. I think I think I'm actually going to go for the Spidey, Spidey yeah. pla- uh, Platinum. So by the time the listeners listen to this, I will be probably neck deep in some Spidey. Nice. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Neck deep yeah. in Spidey. Does yeah. that mean you're just going <laughs> to... Yes, okay. I'm thinking too much about this. I don't okay. want to think about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, so so I, I picked it up. Shh, shh, shh. I picked it up for my son's birthday. <gasps> I'm telling him. I I don't, follow him on Instagram. Tell. I'm gonna go send him a message right now. Yeah, so I picked it up and <laughs> he's gonna open it and then I can play it. <laughs> so it's a good plan. Just, just yeah. So by the time the listeners hear this, yeah, I love the be, irony of I love the irony of secrets whispered into amplified amplified microphones. <laughs> I love that irony. Yeah, yeah. Well, by the time the episode's out, he'll already have it, so we're good. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, so uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, this is kind of weird. Nintendo Switch cloud saves will not work with every game. It's a little weird until you get into a bit of the explanation. So, well, okay, this is also weird. <laughs> until but n- you get to the explanation, Nintendo's bad at online. That's no. That's the explanation is Nintendo is worried that people are going to use online saves and then trade items to other players and then revert to their online saves so that they basically duplicate items in games, um, which is a very funny thing to be concerned about. To the point where you <laughs> make it impossible to back up those particular games. But uh, so like, yeah, anything with Pokemon in it basically is what you're probably. Saying. Yeah. I now that now that you mention it, but um, specifically, I think one of the games is um, Splatoon 2. Uh, hmm. And I don't know what the other one is. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out like, why would that matter? It matters because 
for some reason, developers are incredibly concerned with the, quote, economy of the games that they create now. And they don't like Mm -hmm. it when people like tweak it. And it's it's a but, whole I mean, thing. Couldn't, couldn't Nintendo solve that by just having like the, they actually kind of own the database that tracks who owns what? Or they don't want to get into the business of doing that. And that's why. Yeah, it's probably to like save this. a little bit of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I digress. Mm hmm. But anyway, uh, a bunch of new final or a bunch of old Final Fantasy games are coming uh, to the Switch. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, they just announced Final that Fantasy today. seven, nine. I think 10 and uh, 10 to 10, 10, 2 and 12 and 12 yeah. all coming to this. Now 12, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I might, I might that get one that one. I've always been curious to try it and I could play it anywhere. So, and also I've always and, wanted to play nine uh, and I actually work with a guy that you, that worked on nine. Um, oh, that's really cool. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, I'll probably, I might play nine before I play 12, but I mean, we'll see. That's not going to hurt anything. Yeah. I'm very excited to try that. So this is a pretty cool one. I don't even think this is on the on the news, but uh, I did see the Tomb Raider. Um, what is it? Shadow of the Tomb Raider reviews coming out, mm-hmm. and mostly oh, yeah. very, mostly very positive. Yeah, that's good. So that is cool because a lot of times games don't make the transition to a new studio gracefully. Mm-hmm. Like it, you look at. Um, I mean, even though I'm not saying these games are bad, but they just didn't live up to the originals, you know, in quality, which is like uh, a lot of people would say that about Bioshock 2, mm-hmm. um, e- even though I had a good time with it. Yeah, me too. I would say um, I would say that about, you know, the Batman game that Warner Brothers, I, I can't remember what studio did that. It, what the, it was the prequel Batman. Oh, that, uh, yeah, that one yeah, wasn't I great. Yeah, I didn't even play yeah, it, actually. So, so yeah, there's a lot of a lot of times you see a franchise get passed off to a new studio and it just they they don't do it justice or mm-hmm. what have you. Uh, I think the main difference with this one is you had Crystal Dynamics and Idos Mont- Montreal. They they both worked on both of the previous games. Only Crystal Dynamics took the lead. They did the oh. lion's share of the work right. with with Idos Montreal being a support studio. And then this time they just basically flipped that role. Mm-hmm. And so Idos was like you know. They still had the the support of of Crystal D, mm-hmm. as they say on the streets. But um, <laughs> Crystal D is yeah. what they say on the streets. That's that's what they call it. Sunny hey D. man, you need. Hey man, you got a dime bag of Crystal D? You know that kind of thing. That's what they say. That's what they say. I've heard I, it. I live I on know the streets. That, uh, that that game was was looking a little rough um, right up until it came out. I think as well. I even saw. Uh, a couple tweets from from Greg Miller, and I think he deleted those tweets now because he was saying, "Yeah, like the there's a lot of weird animation glitches, and like face animations don't look right, mm. and water uh, animations don't look right." And I guess huh. um, the review copy he was playing from didn't have all these day one patches that were adding in all this polish. Crazy, at the very very end. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that came in like very last minute in that game. But I'm I'm glad to hear that now that it's out that uh, it's getting reviewed. It's getting reviewed well. I, I do want to play it. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one is cool. Uh, this comes, this is actually the highest upvoted story. So I should probably read it. Probably. Um, yeah. Not a bad idea. This is, uh, the switch online service is starting September 18th. So that is the Tuesday. If you're listening to this on, on Monday, the Monday it releases, um, then that is tomorrow. Wow. Right? So that's really it's finally, finally here. Yeah. It's so funny. Cause I watched the, uh, the direct today. And uh, well, today being Thursday, which is in the past for you guys listening. But anyway, I watched the direct and the way they like announce it, they're like, 
Nintendo Switch Online. Play your favorite games online. And they show Mario Kart and uh, Splatoon 2 and Mario Tennis and like all these games that you can currently play online yeah, for free. Playing online. <laughs> <laughs> all those get, games you're paying. Get ready to pay for, for something you had for free. You know, yeah. like, so it's, it's, uh, it'll be I interesting. Guess, it's, it'll be all like, about the NES classics. That's basically. a good point. Like, uh, are all those games not going to be able to play online now if you don't nope. have the service? Yep. They're going to shut Ooh. off. They're going to tur- take away, take it all away. That is interesting. Yeah, it's I don't think it's going to work very great for them. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, angry vocal people come Tuesday that aren't following the Nintendo news as closely as we are that have their switch have been enjoying playing Mario Kart. They're going to go on the subreddit as soon as it happens. Like, for some reason, I can't play Mario Kart online anymore. What's going on? And then they're going to see and they're going to be upset. And I think I just think that's going to happen. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So Eric warns me that Spider-Man is not entirely kid appropriate. Mike, how do you feel about that? Uh, there's I mean, just, I, I, <laughs> just so much ooey gooey webbing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine, I just imagine there's plenty of, you know, PG 13 level, you know, swears. Yeah. I, I which, would say, uh, it's, it's probably, it's probably language, uh, for the most part. I, I think, I think that's a fair warning. Uh, okay. I, I would, I would probably gauge it like are you comfortable with your kids watching the the current marvel movies in the level of language that's in those and mm-hmm. if you're okay with that you're probably gonna be fine with this game yeah yeah cool all right so i know i know we've, we're going kind of long on the news but i do need to throw three more in <laughs> okay oh, <laughs> so we have okay. boy a quick one crash team racing for ps4 leaked question mark <laughs> this one comes from know it man which is of course we know as josh bailey's uh what was it fantastic fin- uh fangorium of possible oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't remember the real name <laughs> but yeah um yeah there is a there's a fun tweet that is online and basically uh, there's a, a story, this is a rumor, uh, out of Gear Nuke, PlayStation Asia sends a survey to everyone interested in purchasing The Last of Us Part Two, uh-huh. and in the checklist of games you may have played, Crash Bandicoot Racing is mentioned out of nowhere. Huh. Is the, so is the, 2019, is the 2019 game a remake of Crash, uh, Crash Team Racing? We don't know. We don't Interesting. know. I, I don't remember spe- Crash Team very ra- racing very well. Do you guys? Yeah, I do. Team? I remember it was very good. Um, okay. And it was yeah, it was really good. It was kind of between good Mario Kart games, and mm-hmm. uh, one thing I really liked that it did that Mario Kart at the time wasn't doing anymore was it was doing this thing where the more I think it was Wampa fruit you picked up, the faster you went. And uh, Mario Kart had that yeah. with coins, and yeah. Mario Kart mm-hmm. eventually brought that mechanic back to uh, to make it um more uh like to make the driving more deep um but crash team racing had it at a time when mario kart did not and i really liked that a lot and i liked the items and i liked the characters um it'd be fun if they threw a couple new naughty dog characters in there like maybe get (laughs) get some maybe we get joel from the last of us driving in the mario (laughs) that would be so great wouldn't it Oh, he's just like fantastic. so upset. He's got his big beard. And he's like, but he's driving a, a cart. <laughs> Sounds great to me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. All right. So um, let's see. 
We have Beth- uh, Bethesda's Pete Hines has confirmed that they are absolutely making a Wolfenstein 3. I mean, they'd be dumb not to, right? They'd be fools. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'd those games fools. are really good. I, I'm excited to hear yeah. that they're doing a 3. Yeah, I, I'm really excited it's, to see uh, the, the, like, the Sisters one, though, set in the 80s. That sounds super... Yeah, I'm interested to see how that turns out. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. But. Yeah, definitely. And the last news story I have here, Shadow of the Colossus creators' next game has been an, announced as a completely new IP, and it is in development. I mean, wasn't so, Shadow of the Colossus completely new and... Uh, no, this is this is probably a comment on them having remastered that game like four times. Like oh. the, the next game's a new one, Super Promise. No, I think I think what they I mean I would assume what this means is that it's not in the eco Shadow of the Colossus. No, it has to be um, universe. You know, but it has to be. If it's not, I will be upset. Completely new. It seems to me like it wouldn't be just like next door to where the Last Guardian took place. You know. Mm. Yeah, I mean that that could be interesting. It, it could free up their art direction a little more to to do something a lot different than what they have been doing. Because Last Guardian um, also even ties in a lot of those those art elements, so it kind of looks yeah. like it all fits in that world, and, that, and that's cool. But I understand after like the last fifteen years or so, if they want to do something totally different, yeah, yeah. But you could still set something in that universe and set it like a hundred of you like hundreds of years in the future and have like sci-fi tech and it's still the same universe like i don't know i like i like the idea of artistic constraints and i liked that his particular artistic constraint was setting every one of his games in the same universe and i feel like he could keep that up if he really wanted to and i wish he did but whatever it's fine yeah we'll see we'll see how it yeah goes. we'll see and, and that was the super best friends video game sleepover fortnightly news wrap up uh, otherwise known as the new well done. No, very close it, it the news. it's it's so close adam but not quite <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna show josh hawkins my news face one more time the news. <laughs> oh man he put some stank on that one folks yeah All right, so now it is time for Mike Struggles to read the tweet. Hey, my favorite part of the podcast. (laughs) Mike Struggles to not die while he reads the (laughs) tweets. I like it. Um, Okay, so uh, Ashley wrote in, first first and foremost, incoming uh, long tweet. uh, Thank you for the warning up front. That was very (laughs) I always appreciate that. (laughs) I'm going to actually switch over to Twitter for this one because she actually sent like several (laughs) tweets in a row. Oh, yeah. so we'll go through these pretty quickly, though. Uh, she said, so there uh, there are a lot of older games that are being remastered and brought back from obscurity to be enjoyed by fans and newcomers alike. Is there a game you remember uh, enjoying in the past on an older console or on PC that you would love to see remastered? Um, and she gave some examples. She said, personally, I, w- I would love to see uh, Guitaru Man uh, or Shadow Hearts uh, series mm-hmm. uh, brought back mm-hmm. as remasters. Or any of the uh, Digital Devil or Devil Summoner series. Um, I haven't played those any of those Gami games. Tensei games. Mm. I haven't played a single one of those games, so I'll have to take <laughs> your word for that. Ash. Well, this is why they need remasters, right? So I guess so. Who are new to them yeah. can come back. Um, uh, yeah, gosh, I I would love to see a remaster of Descent. Oh, that'd be interesting. I mean, and I know yeah. we're getting I know we're getting a spiritual successor here mm-hmm. very soon, but like I would love to get a remaster of Descent. That would be yeah, pretty excellent. That's a pretty good answer. 
Uh, I have a lot of games that I've mentioned before that I would love to see remasters of. Um, my one of my top ones that comes to mind is so Square Enix just announced a ton of Nintendo Switch ports um, and and games and whatever and remasters. Uh, mm-hmm. They actually just did one that I wanted them to do, which is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles with switch online connectivity because that game was a crazy like four player multiplayer you had like each person had to have their own game boy advance um and so now that's right this is the gamecube one right it's the gamecube one yeah 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 yeah, so now they're gonna have online multiplayer and you'll be able to play that game with four people and not need for nintendo yeah like (laughs) game boy advances advances. so exactly i'll finally be able to play it basically (laughs) um so i'm excited for that but also uh, I would love now that Nintendo and Square have kind of kissed and made up. I would love them to remaster Super <laughs> Mario RPG and oh, make that'd be a good. sequel. Yeah, that'd be fun. I want a sequel in the same art style, but you can do it in real time now. Like, yeah, literally, you can use the exact same art style and it won't push the switch to its limits at all because it was like <laughs> so like basic geometry, you know, like yeah. circles, like our actual spheres. Um so yeah, that's one. And then I have another one. Um, I would love, and I've mentioned this before too. I would love to see a link to the past remastered in the, a link between worlds engine. Oh, I feel like it would work and it would be beautiful. It would be a lot of work, but it would be beautiful. So, Oh man, you know what would be sweet. And, and actually Josh brings up a very good point in the chat. He says, uh, he would vote for a remaster of flashback, but not complete garbage. <laughs> <laughs> How so do you really I like feel that about answer. that, Josh? Yeah, because because they did remaster Flashback, but they tried to do like a remake and update everything, and, and it played totally differently, and it looked really bad. What a shame! And uh, yeah, so but I think they I think they actually announced like a Flashback 25th anniversary version or something like that. Oh. It's it's supposed to be like the original game just uprezzed, you know? Oh, okay, so it's not not really like it's more like a port, like a an, you know, than it is a a, a remaster. But I, that's totally cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Colony Wars. We've talked about this one a long oh, time yeah, ago. Yeah, Colony Wars. Be, I would love to see a Colony Wars remaster and a sequel. Yes, exactly. Well, there already was Colony Wars two, so we'd need Colony Wars three, right? Yeah, it would be another. Yeah, revive the revive the old franchise. I wonder if uh, and, fake, and you got to bring back. Yeah, you got to bring James back Earl fake Jones. James Earl Jones. I wonder if he's, he's still like, alive. I wonder if he's still kicking. I hope so. Oh man, you get fake yeah. everything. Everything they saw, everything heard, everything destroyed, everything. So weird. That was so I love weird. that guy. That guy's the best. Anyway, that, those are my answers. Yeah, those yeah. are good answers. Well, they're all good. Mike, like you have those. some. Um, you don't have to go very far back for my my number one pick, which would be the Mass Effect trilogy. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that'd be a pretty yeah. good one. I'd really, really like to play those games. I want it on Switch, please. That, oh, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. Cool. Mass Effect remastered on Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, if I was to go my way back machine, I'd probably pick Shadowrun. Um, I, oh, for the SNES? Yeah. 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 That's I, a great one. I, I know, know that they one. made a new Shadowrun game on the PC, um, but I remember looking at it and it wasn't quite the same thing. So um, that's cool that it was back in, but I kind of just want that old game, you know? Mm. Cool. Yeah. That was back in the day when Jack into the Matrix was a totally. That was that was a Shadowrun thing. That wasn't the yeah. Matrix. You know? In Shadowrun, they jacked into the Matrix. Yeah, they did. Oh, that's weird. That's pretty Seems sweet. like they should yeah. have sued the Matrix for uh, 
Copyright infringement. I don't think any of them are still around. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joseph Grimm wrote in and said, have you ever played a game? Uh, okay, I'm going to have to, I think there's some grammar things here oh. I have to get past. Have you ever played a game and not liked it, only to have friends uh, or podcasters praise the game and not stop talking about it? Uh, and then you, you go back and try it again only to fall in love with that game. Yeah. Uh, huh. And he provides some examples. He said Horizon Zero Dawn and Prey uh, were two that he ran into. Um, Interesting. Yeah, for me, yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn. Remember, I, I started playing it. Yeah, you were crazy. And I didn't love it. And you guys would not shut up about it. It's true. <laughs> and then I dove back into it and then I fell in love with it. And But then awesome. I still didn't beat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's very sad. Uh, it's a yeah, sad yeah. story. It's a sad story, but um, I did. It made me go back and play it, and then I found the I found the fun the second time around. Yeah, yeah. Not enough to finish it, but um, well, it found some too fun long. There. Adam, do you have anything? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. You, you I, I usually, I yeah, I usually Don't am very careful about about what games I buy, and then. <laughs> You know, I, I usually am like very sure that I'm going to like a game before I buy it. Um, yeah, like, I don't, I don't get burned that often. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I know, know I've I've jumped into the camp of raving about this game every chance I get. But Spec Ops Line was that game for me, right? Where oh. I heard people talk really positively about it. And I picked it up and I played like the first 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And I was like, man, this is not feeling this game. It's not very good. Um, yeah. And I and I jumped out and I kept hearing about it and hearing about it and eventually went back and like, oh, wait, I didn't get it. Like, I get it now. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, I've also had this opposite experience where I was actually excited about a game, um, but I got uninterested because people wouldn't stop talking about it. And that was Destiny. Oh, my gosh. Oh. All right, hipster. David, what have you done? <laughs> you hipster. David, this is all your fault. I, I was really excited about this game until it was cool. That's what I just heard. <laughs> it's not not even so much. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it on the topic. <laughs> we'll get into it on the topic. Uh, uh, did you come with anything, Adam, or you want to move on? Uh, I I can't think of one that mm. fits that description. Not prepared for class, you say? No number two pencil today, huh? Oh uh, well, I think. <laughs> I mean, I think I think the one that I okay, I have one that I ha- I have not played, but it's uh it's kind of it was it was on my radar. I bought it. And then it fell off my radar. Like I'm probably never going to play that. And then people wouldn't shut up about it. So now it's back on my list. Oh, which, which is that? which is uh, Mad Max. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. Game. Yeah, yeah. That's a fun so game. I guess that kind of qualifies. Oh, I have one more. I think, but it has just escaped my mind. <laughs> oh shoot! It was a good one too. Oh well, you're, you're uh, just gonna have to take my word for it. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was real good. Oh, though, I bet. I remember now. I, I want a remaster of Metal Gear Solid. There is no easy way to play that game on modern hardware, and I would like the ability to. It doesn't even you have to be them. like super upres or anything. I just, I just want to be able to play it. Like that's it. The, the first one. The first one, Metal Wait. Gear Solid. Yeah, you play it on your Vita. Modern hardware. That is mm-hmm. not modern. Best, the Switch is the way more powerful. Yeah. The best selling and greatest console yeah. of all time as we all know it yeah. the vita no I, I don't want that one i want it either on my ps4 or on my switch that's what i want mm. yeah you want what you want but i'm just saying it is on modern hardware it you is. can still go out and buy a vita you can still go out and buy a vita but you can also <laughs> still go out and find a palm pilot that you could buy too like it's <laughs> you can't play metal gear on that though can't play metal gear nope. on that one though <laughs> that's sure for sure <laughs> <laughs> uh josh wrote in and said why is why is there no love for Final Fantasy VIII? 
Oh yeah, I guess mm-hmm. the remasters the, the porting uh the porting news on the Switch, right? Yeah, cuz it was like 7 9 10 10 2 <laughs> 10 12. 12. Yeah, that's true. It, they just totally uh, like ignored 8 completely. Yeah. It's well, very it's weird. It's a bad game. Yeah. Well, it was a bad, bad. I never played it's it. It's a bad game. Yeah. Well, that's why Josh might give you there your you answer. Go. I I think I you know, I I couldn't get through eight. Myself. I couldn't either. I played. I la- I played through seven. I loved it. I, I was, was so like, excited when it, it came when out. When eight came out, yeah, I was I like, yes! seeing, you were seeing like the, the trailers and stuff coming out, like this guy Squall with his cool like aviator jacket and yeah. gun sword. And teenager me was like, that is awesome. And then like <laughs> like four hours in the game, I was like, man, I don't care about anything that's happening anymore. Yeah. Like, why are they all wearing twenty belts apiece? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! You know, but I, I, yeah, I don't know what it was. That game just didn't grab me. I got a really good combat system too. It had those cards that you had like steal off enemies. Or yeah, I got. I think I got like eight or ten hours into it, and I was like, I'm just not feeling this game. I moved on with my life. I hear you. I'm sorry, Josh. Yeah, sorry. I don't know if he was a fan or not. Just maybe he was just curious. Maybe maybe Uh, Josh is just a real big fan of belts. And so I think we know this is not Josh Hawkins, right? Yeah, no, he says Final the other Fantasy VIII was a bad <laughs> yeah, so game. A Josh Stupid way, cards. <laughs> uh, so Spiderfed wrote in and said, uh, here's a question for the next podcast, please. What would happen if Arnie called in to J. Jonah Jameson's podcast? Uh, now, you guys are uneducated because you haven't played Spider-Man. But basically, while you're swinging around, there is a cool J. Jonah Jameson podcast that, that pops up. Uh, and basically reacts to the things that you're doing in the world, um, uh, either to missions you've just completed or side quests, or sometimes even just suit changes. Um, and they're generally pretty hilarious. Awesome. Um, but that said, if we could have, if we could have, if Arnie had called into J Jonah, same, uh, blah, 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 blah. If, if <laughs> Arnie Joe called into Jay Jonah, it's there's so too many to J's. It got me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, if he called in, what would that sound like, I wonder? So who is going to do uh, Arnold who's doing J. Jonah All right, Jonah so I was okay. thinking, yeah. you've already done a really good J. Jonah Jameson, so we'll I have agree. you be him. All right. And I'll All be right. Arnold. I mean, Arnold is here yeah. at my apartment. Arnold is there, yeah. of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. All right, I will role play with the real Okay, Arnold. so Arnold is calling J. Jonah Jameson? Yeah, no, yeah. Right. About you're gonna, you're gonna have to go out of a, a bit here. Jay Jameson has a podcast, right. On this episode, yes. and I know that's yes. way outside your comfort zone. But if you <laughs> just, I like, yeah, I know nothing of this. Put yourself into the mindset of a podcaster. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm getting in the role, and then of course I would assume Arnold is is calling Jay Jameson to tell him about something awesome that Spider Man has done in in town. Yeah, that's generally how it well, goes. Well, why would he call into an Anyway, we'll figure it out. Here's here's the weird thing. I've been saying this the whole time. Now, I don't think it ever... I could be wrong. It, I don't know if it ever refers to Jay Jonathan's show as a podcast, but people keep saying it's a podcast. Oh, I see. Um, but people do call into this thing. So at, at best, it's a live stream. Okay. Um, it's got to be a live stream. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. Hello. Oh, hello. Who's there? Uh, I'm Arnold. Long time listener. First time caller. Oh, what are you doing on my show? I just wanted to, I want to say, I just saw, uh, I saw Spider-Man swinging to the city. And oh my goodness, he's so cool. Spider-Man's a hoodlum. <laughs> don't, don't you just lie. He's a menace to society. What are you talking about? He just saved the, he just saved the little girl. He saved nothing. He's the cause of all this. 
I don't understand. She was she was lost. She was stuck up in a burning building. And he, he took her out. <laughs> she, she was lost in a burning building. Yeah, she was lost in there. No one could find her. Her mommy. She came up to me and she was like, where's my little girl? And then Spider-Man swooped in and grabbed the little girl and saved her. <laughs> I have a hot tip. It says Spider-Man started that fire. <laughs> I don't. I just don't understand his motive, there. Why would he do such a thing? <laughs> and scenes. <laughs> oh man, I love it. It's actually really good for having not played this game, Adam. I feel like you actually nailed what, what those cuts are Adam, like. Adam, you are an insanely good J. Jonah Jameson. I just want to say. That's a very good J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I did my best. My throat still kind of hurts. But yeah, for I sure. think that helped. Actually. Okay. Yeah, Josh, I think I think you just shot, shattered Josh's uh, <laughs> world, though. He says, so wait, Arnold, Walken, and Owen Wilson don't actually show up? No, <laughs> what are you do. talking about? Uh, they were. Did you not just they, see him? He was right here. <laughs> he had to go. It must be those, he had to go. Be He's already gone. He had happened. to go, but he was just here. He was. Yeah. So I want to get to this last question that we've got because I want to get into topic time. Right. It's going to be yeah, a short topic time, by the way. Um. <laughs> So the the uh, I, th- I think it's important to give some context for this tweet. Uh, okay. What I had sent out earlier today when I was asking for questions was that we were recording the episode tonight, and I asked uh, I asked our our, uh, our fans to please cover us in questions, topics, and music uh, and, and musings <laughs> like ooey gooey webbing. Um, Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Miss May wrote in and said, "Guys, phrasing." Which version of Spider-Man would you rather have cover you in Ooey Gooey Webbing? <laughs> <laughs> PS4 Spider-Man, original comic book Spider-Man, animated series Spider-Man. There are so many gooey web slingers. Um, um, I, I have to say, <laughs> the, my favorite. the answer is clear, okay? Uh, I okay. would like to be covered by the Tobey Maguire emo Spider-Man. Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> dancing his yeah, way into he's my going heart through his rebellious phase. Rebellious phase, flippy he's doing hair, finger guns, finger guns. That's yeah, not. I think I'm. I think I'm with you. On yeah, this. that's that's think, not a relationship that's going to last long term. But I think it'll be fun while it's here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'll love every second. Guns in, boom, spider, spidey webs right he's on. He's dancing right. on a whim, catching girls as they're falling. It's great. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we nailed it one. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Very good. All right, guys. <laughs> those are the tweets. Nice. All right. Well, as you know, then, it is time for me to sell you things. Oh, oh I cannot wait. Favorite and part of the show. It, this is the best part of the show. So, Audible, you yes. guys. Audible is offering our listeners the chance of a lifetime. Oh. Yeah. No bones about <laughs> it. They are, <laughs> they get a free audiobook. Mm-hmm. And a free 30-day trial membership. If they go to audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS, they can choose from about 200,000 audio programs. <laughs> That's a lot of programs. That's incredible. It's, it's an unmatched selection of audiobooks, if we're being real. Here. Hashtag I, real you talk. Know me. I, hashtag real talk. They, it, you can't beat it. You can't beat <laughs> audible selection. So you get a title, you download it, you start listening for free. Mm-hmm. It's fun and easy and it's, good it's very do. good to do. Yeah. It's very good to do. So uh, in light of some recent used bookstore scores that I had, mm-hmm. 
um, that reminded me how much I love and how great Kurt Vonnegut was. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I needed now take this opportunity, I think, to recommend that you listen to his classic sci-fi slash World War II novel, Slaughterhouse-Five. Oh, oh. Man, that's a good book. Yeah. It's fantastic. And uh, the audiobook is actually narrated by James Franco, speaking is of spider really? stuff. Oh. Yeah. Check that good out. old that's Harry. Crazy. Yeah, good old good Harry. Old amnesia uh, he, having Harry in Spider-Man he, he 3. Nur- yeah, he narrates it. Nar- so <laughs> narrates. you're going to... Yeah, you're going to enjoy that. Slaughterhouse-Five is a fantastic book. It's all about... It's, it's like partially about Kurt Vonnegut's real-life uh, experiences... Uh, kind of holed up as a prisoner of war in Dresden uh, as it was being firebombed by the Allied forces. Um, And so it's partially about that, and it's partially about this guy, Billy Pilgrim, who has come unstuck in time. (laughs) So it's this really weird mishmash of like war novel and sci-fi, and it is glorious. It's really good. Yeah. That is a solid pick, Adam. Yeah. So there you have it. You can go uh, to audibletrial.com slash SBF. VGS to try that out, get that free audiobook. Yes, that's audibletrial.com slash SPFVGS. All right, you guys, it's topic time. Meat and potatoes. It is topic time. David, David, it's you. It's your fortune. Yeah. You take it. Take it All away. All right. Well, so this could be a very short topic, uh, or perhaps I can get mike a little riled up tonight and have him rant about stuff that's what i'm hoping for <laughs> i've never been riled up about anything it's like so I'm, good luck. I'm really hoping to troll i'm mike really hoping topic. to troll mike and i think it's what the <laughs> listeners would like to hear as well so it's it's what they yeah. love it's what so, they love. so um historically famously mike has <laughs> not been a big fan of the destiny games uh mm-hmm. no he played the alpha i think it was yes. the beta come on Oh, you didn't play the alpha. You played the beta. I played the beta. Okay, and he, of Destiny One. He to clarify for people that are listening. I believe on the yeah. first or second episode, he was talking about how he could not wait to play that game. Yeah, it's one of those, <laughs> right, right? And then he just never played that game. I never played it again. I lied then, through my teeth. Yeah, I was new yeah, podcasting. He, I just wanted to be excited about games. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he saw that seven from IGN yeah. or whatever, and, and he was like, pre-order canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to make my topic a little bit about, so Mike shared yeah. in our, in our, what we've been playing time that he played uh, the vanilla campaign of destiny two, which was free on PS plus, And he plays basically every PS plus game. So I try to, mm. uh, he keeps, he keeps so it real. Yeah, I would like to hear your thoughts from a person who's never played other than the beta. Right. What did you think about destiny two? Mm. Uh, so destiny two from a campaign standpoint, um, I thought was, was pretty good. Um, it reminded me, and it's weird cause Bungie made the game, right? right. But especially the very first, the opening mission of destiny two, uh, tremendously like gave me flashbacks to halo. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It, it was it's you know really good set pieces like uh the gameplay's you know always been solid um so i i had a really good time um i felt like the campaign itself um the the beginning mission the very first mission and the sort of ending mission mm-hmm. are are definitely like the the show pieces of of that campaign the rest of it it has some dry spots in it um 
but overall it's, it's pretty fun. Mm. Um, wow. So yeah, I, I, I enjoyed my time with the campaign. Um, I, I think overall at destiny, destiny two is a pretty good game. Oh my gosh. What is happening? Yeah. I don't even know <laughs> what is wrong with the world. I, Cats and dogs are laying together. Uh, our pets' heads are falling off. Okay, no, that's a... Oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah. I, I think an important distinction to make is that I <laughs> I don't know if I ever hated uh, Destiny. What? I don't... Yeah, I don't... I have to go back and listen. But, and, and I won't... <laughs> I won't do it. I but think you were I just really <laughs> sick of everyone talking about it. I think it, that's right? what it was, right? I I think uh I think at the time that Destiny came out, so basically from the time of Destiny and all through the lifespan of that game and then Destiny 2, like 80% of my friends were very 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 into Destiny and I could not escape people talking about it. <laughs> And like lots of podcasts that I love to listen to, like they just like became they turned into like Destiny podcasts. Like they would not. I just got like I got oversaturated with a game I wasn't even playing. What? Yeah. I just I couldn't I couldn't drum up the interest to like get involved. I don't understand this reaction. Help me unpack this, Mike. Are you a hipster? No, I know. I honestly no. I here's something I can relate because. I, and this is completely a different game, I actually had to take a step away from Twitter the past few days mm-hmm. because I was getting burned out on seeing Spider-Man stuff. <laughs> and I was like, sure, I, I, haven't, I haven't even gotten to start the game. I really don't want to get burned out on Spider-Man. Like, that's, that's a bad thing. I want to play this game that's and love so it. That's so funny to me. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was just everywhere. It was like seriously, my my timeline <laughs> was an in, just a constant nonstop I, stream uh, of Spidey I, stuff. I started posting some pics, and then I I sent Adam a text, and I said, "You're playing this game, right?" So <laughs> we no. and I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna stop posting things <laughs> then because I already knew my my Twitter feed was already like like a hellfire escape of all Spidey pics all the time, like nonstop." Uh, we're talking a about hellscape and, did you just call it <laughs> yes, yes. An, an, an inescapable nightmare of great spider-man pictures <laughs> <laughs> so wait josh hawkins chimes in in the chat saying i'm listening to the back catalog and i'm on episode 72 the destiny hate was real from <laughs> yeah, my it was so real. i felt personally attacked. Oh, and he's taking you to task he's taking you to task yeah. maybe like like i uh you know behind the curtain I sometimes punch things up for the podcast. I can't, but I honestly can't remember if this is one of those things or not. Like I, I won't be surprised again. Again, I have to go back and look at it. It's been, a, it's been, yeah. a minute. um, but I think it's one of those things I got so sick of hearing about destiny for so long <laughs> that I, I probably started to actively hate that game. Like without playing it, it was nothing against the game. I was just like, I just couldn't take people talking about destiny still like, because oh my it's, goodness. It, it's one of those it's one of those games right where uh it's one thing right when god of war comes out when spider-man comes out and and mm-hmm. you just hear non-stop about these games but then they uh, go yeah. away once people but beat then they them. go away like and usually pretty quickly like within a week or two like they they've gone away because they're like these single player experiences mm-hmm. and destiny got its like hooks in like so many people that i knew and on so many podcasts that i listened to and i, I couldn't i couldn't listen to anything for a while that like didn't talk about destiny and i was like all right cool like i i know you guys love destiny i'm gonna go listen to a different podcast and that podcast i talk about destiny <laughs> and then i would go to work and the people at work would be talking about destiny like i'm so sick of hearing about destiny i'd never want to hear about destiny ever again. <laughs> uh, 
because it just wouldn't it just wouldn't uh, go away. Yeah. Um, so. So, uh, so I beat the campaign. I think we should go. Well, let's go back to. Like, yeah, let's go back. Campaign. Let's get okay, back. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got the game. I was like, you know, I heard the Destiny 2 campaign was pretty good. I wanted to try it out. And I, I would agree. It is pretty good. Um, and then I, I sent David a message and asked him, like, hey, I beat the game. What should I be doing with this? You thing said, now? should I delete should I... this now to make room for Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and wait, so you, you, you gave it three out of five tacos. I did. Which is which is what a good score? It's like a, a C, score, right? Uh, I would say like I'd say a three out of five. It, it leans more into being good than it does into being bad. Yeah, and there's nothing necessarily bad about the game. But I just think I, I think the way that campaign is presented, it's um, it's clearly built on on the mechanics that already exist for the multiplayer portion of that game, where like you walk up to somebody and you know they they kind of give you a bit of overview about an area you're going to go to, but there's no like there's very few like big cut scenes and set yeah. pieces and things like that. A lot of times mm-hmm. you, you walk up to somebody in like a hub and it just like zooms in on their face and like, Oh yeah, you want to go to that place. Um, so go ahead and do that. And then when you get back, I guess talk to me again and I'll unlock the next mission for you. Yeah. It kind of reminds uh, me yeah. a little bit of like, um, like an MMO in that regard. Like you go and you talk yeah, very, to the quest much. giver and they give you your quest right. and then you go back to the quest giver and turn it in and right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think when you have like the opening mission and the closing mission of that game where there's a lot of active set pieces and cutscenes and it's really pushing the story along and it like it tries to make the characters like characters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, it, one of those things like as I'm playing uh, the introduction and you're running into some of these characters that people talk about all the time, like Cade and like, Oh, I, I get what people like about, about these characters. Mm-hmm. Like, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I wish there was more of them in this game actually, because it's just me hearing their voices most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish, I wish they had a better way of like keeping characters front and center while you're playing a mission yeah, instead of just radio chatter. Um, I think that would be really cool. Yeah. But it, so are you saying kind of the, the story heavy seg- segments are really front loaded and then pushed to the end? There are some right, in the yeah. middle too. It's there's a couple. It's just it's it's spread out like there because there's a lot of different kinds of missions in Destiny and the ones that like the two big set like the, the big set piece ones are not sustainable. They couldn't make infinite replayability versions of those necessarily. Right. So mm, so they okay. they sprinkle in a couple other kinds of missions which are more the kind of missions you play more of uh, after you beat the game. Um, and like all, all, all of that's like Mike did not get into the end game stuff and it seems like he's completely, no, no. And, and I, and I want to, oh, you actually I don't do want about, to, yeah, I don't want to talk about just like the, the game itself. Cause destiny two has been out forever. Like it's going to bore people to death. If they're just listening to us, explain what destiny two is like, yeah. everyone <laughs> yeah. knows what it is. Right. Except for me, Adam and I, cause we didn't play it. <laughs> um, so I, I messaged, I messaged Dave and I said, should I just delete this thing? Uh, am I really going to play any more of this? And you said, no, no, you got to like do the strikes and you got to do the, the, uh, raid. the raids and, and things like that. <laughs> so, so today to give this thing a fair shake, knowing that this was going to be the topic, I went and I did a couple of strikes today. Uh-huh. Um, and so my experience with doing these strikes was I, I jumped in, got paired up with some folks, went through the, through one strike, which had a lot of, um, environmental, like, uh, uh puzzles, probably the wrong word, like environmental traps, like that could kill mm-hmm. you. Um, and getting to points where I was far enough along that I couldn't really trek back very easily, but one member of our party, um, had, had died in a trap. Oh no. 
and the person that was far enough back to help them was instead just sitting there teabagging them the whole no. time. Um, <laughs> so we couldn't we couldn't progress forward. Oh very quickly. my goodness! So that was great. Uh, and geez. then the second strike I did, um, we played really well all up in, until like the the ending like sort of boss area. Mm-hmm. And then um, both of them just stopped playing and were and were just standing there, and I was left up to be by what myself. What the heck? Uh, for them? How did you, you know, get mind two you, once lemons? I, once I yeah, once once I beat it, the that boss and the chest was available, they immediately <laughs> were moving again, oh, which was great. Strange. Um, yeah, we had. I think we had a little redhead what scenario a coincidence. going on. <laughs> so that's about what I expected this game would be like uh. after the campaign. So. Uh, yeah, we need to get some more. Be, Did you probably be deleting that oh, one no. now? Eric, er, Eric, Eric's in the chat, and he says, "There's a Destiny two now." Eric <laughs> knows he played <laughs> Destiny two. He played it with me on PC. But so I got to ask this, Mike, because as you know, I played through the 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 campaign of Destiny one. Yeah, uh, vanilla Destiny, mm-hmm. as they call it. Yeah, um, and, and, and you're dancing. Played. played uh, a few times with with David, played a few times with uh, Nick Wagner, mm-hmm. um, Eric, you know, a few others, and had a good time when I was playing with them. But then I also felt really bad because I was like level three, and they'd be like level <laughs> thirty nine already, right. or whatever. Yeah, and so I was like always the the uh, the the dead weight that they were carrying. <laughs> and so finally, I just like went. I, you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and play through the rest of the campaign and. Yeah. Uh, doing that solo, I found it to be like a really lonely kind of experience. Like it would just wasn't the world wasn't populated enough or engaging enough to make it not feel lonely. Which that can be a cool thing. Yeah. I kind of I, I I've gotten that vibe from soloing in uh, the division a little bit. Um, yeah, but like, but I don't know. I, for some reason, it bothered me more in Destiny. So um, I don't know. I don't know. Did you get that vibe from Destiny too? <laughs> I know there's a question in there somewhere, but he's just faded into oblivion Adam, again. Adam's internet, yeah, Adam's internet died on us in the middle of that question, so I'll just go and respond to what I think he was saying. Okay. In that, um, yes, I I understand from from probably what he played in the Destiny One campaign and and games like the Division that soloing those games um, can can be a pretty lonely and sometimes boring experience because those games aren't meant to necessarily be played that way. Um, I think Destiny Two does a better job of its with its campaign. Um, okay. Then, than the first one did, um, there, there's like story reasons as to why you would probably be alone in a lot of these campaign areas. Um, but, but ultimately I'm sure this game is like way, way more fun if you're playing with. Yeah. People. It's designed um, to be the guy's night out like, or bros night it, out maybe is a better way to it, put it. It is. But I, but I think it's, it's more than that. Right. Because, um, because the way that that game works, if you want to do certain raids or strikes or things like that, it, it gives you sort of like a challenge rating, right? It gives you something like uh, your power level should be this high if you're going to play this thing and have a good time mm-hmm. and like not completely struggle with every five steps of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think after I think post campaign, you get into an area where there's not as much really fun co-op stuff to do unless you're going to start putting some time into making this the game that you play a lot. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's a very good point. So I don't, I don't think <laughs> Destiny 2 is a game I can toss on like once a month. No. And like, oh, the guys are on and they're all playing Destiny. I'll hop in and I'll play too. Like, it's not, that's not we'll going to happen. And I'm far ahead of you by then. Yeah, my character won't be in a place to to play with with uh, you guys in that way. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I think there's there's still these like these walls that are going to keep me really from playing Destiny too much longer. Yeah, um, makes unfortunately, because I'm just I'm just never going to be able to invest as much time in it as 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 you guys are, and therefore it's going to be either a solo experience or it's going to be something where I pair up with randos, and I've already seen how that goes. That's not great. So so here here's not great. Here is Mike's official request for some brand new people that may have just gotten Destiny two. Uh, with PS Plus for free, he needs. Oh, man, I'm sorry, I'm dying. He need. It's okay, Mike. Don't die though. Um, but Mike, Mike officially needs some people that are brand new to Destiny, like him, that are at the same level in Destiny as him. See, that won't even work though, because I've already beat the campaign, and they won't be at the that same. That have level already beaten the campaign, and are looking for things to do after the campaign, but have no friends to play with, uh, and also are on the West Coast and can keep kind of late hours. Uh, uh, relatively. So if you exist and you meet all those criteria, hit up, hit up Taco Douglas over here. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I'll just let you know that I'm playing Spider-Man. <laughs> I, can't, I can't be bothered to switch and play Destiny. Oh right boy. All right. End of the show plugs for men and women and AI. Keep up with us at sbfvgs.com where you can find links to our episodes, our social media, Twitch channel, merchandise, and more. Of course, we have merchandise on Amazon.com with t-shirts um, and uh, hopefully more soon. Oh, We're going to add some ooh. more stuff. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. They have hoodies now. Ooh, that's there, nice. So as, it's getting, as it's getting cooler out, that might be useful. Does it get cooler in California? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> some years some it years. does. Every now and then you have a couple <laughs> days of a season. <laughs> if you like what we do and you want to see us do more of it, the best ways to support the show are a supporting us on patreon.com slash SBFVGS. You can chip in a dollar a month, $2, $5, $100. Like I said, we're not going to mm. judge. No. You know, and I actually need to shout out the handsome phantom gentlemen, Dustin Furman and Philip Naiman, because they supported us Whoa, this past week. Oh, that's awesome. Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, you sweet mm-hmm. gentleman. You can also subscribe on Twitch, which I don't know. We haven't been doing too much yeah, on Twitch I've, lately. I've kind of stopped streaming entirely. Um, I wasn't enjoying it anymore. Uh, it, and it, mm-hmm. it started making me feel like games were a job. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, don't don't subscribe well, on you Twitch. You can then. as long as they'll let you <laughs> if you want. Yeah. But you yeah, don't have sure. to. That's either. true. You could if you don't if you don't really yeah. watch Twitch. <laughs> and you just want to support us. Yeah. That's fine. That stream um, but you can also will probably resume at some point in the future. I just the regular schedule thing burned out. was becoming too much of a job and not enough of a hobby. It was it was it was sure. switching from hobby to job and I didn't like it. So, man, this show got real, real. I know. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of emotions going on. Yeah. And you can also you can also support us by leaving us a delightful iTunes review. This is one of the actual the best ways you can support us. Yeah, and and it doesn't cost you. Yeah, doesn't cost you. Yeah. And you can also, of course, sign up for a free audiobook on audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS. You can, uh, oh, you know what? what? Uh, that's enough plugs. I'm going to go straight to a very special thanks to Eric Kruger <laughs> for tuning into the live stream for his handsome face and for our podcast Ooh. logo. Mm, that's such a good logo. 
Have you guys thought about if we redid the logo in ooey gooey webbing? Ooh. Ooh. Man, I, yeah, that would Eric, be get on that. Do like a Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man-centric uh, <laughs> version of the logo. Um, and of course, Eric, thank you for being hashtag producer. Too. Yeah. Yeah. There you thank go. You. There you go. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at SBFEGS Podcast. I'm Barry White on Twitter. That's B U R Y W I T E. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J. Tate. And you can check out our Twitter profiles for PSN, Switch Info, if you want to play games with us online and be our friend. And that's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 104. Thank you for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more persistent online talk with a lackluster endgame <laughs> and other talk on gaming. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just oh, throw God, one I'm more Destiny in there. The show. I burned them. <laughs> you got roasted. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Hit us up with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. I have a hot tip that says Spider Man started that fire. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.